can't even imagine what college is like right now. All online, sitting on a chair, not moving for Zoom. eight hours. It's just Zoom. <laughs> well, Zoom. Zoom you. I have yeah. like six classes a semester to finish it out, but only two of them are synchronous. I mean, it's like only two of them actually sit down and have a Zoom like oh. meeting oh, with wow. my professors. The rest of them are asynchronous, so they just post videos. Some of them don't even post videos. I have one <laughs> teacher who just posts the assignments and says, have fun. <laughs> so thank you guys for joining us. You guys want to introduce yourselves and say your names? Yeah, I'm Karina Kling, and this is my sister, Kendall Kling. Awesome. How long have you guys been in Raleigh? Oh gosh, that's a complicated question because we've moved around a bit. But we kind of grew up in the area and then spent some time in Michigan and came back. So maybe 16 years or so. So we did elementary and middle school here and then half of high school. And then we finished high school in Michigan, a bit of college in Michigan. And now we're back for the rest of college. Yeah. When did you guys go to Michigan? Our father got a new job. Yeah. And then got, presumably got like a separate job back here, back home. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's the easy way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sure, we got to go. <laughs> Seems like there's a backstory. It's a long story. <laughs> but... He relocated. They didn't. Michigan was cold, and snowy. my mom hated it. Yeah, so we moved back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, makes sense. What was growing up here like? What's the going to schools here like? What's the culture like? Well, we started off at a private Catholic elementary school, so I feel like that's a different experience than most people have mm -hmm. in Raleigh, which it was nice. It was like a clo more sheltered <laughs> environment, but a closer group of people. So you grew up around the same people throughout all of elementary school. But then for middle school, we switched to a public middle school and we went to Daniels and that was a eye opening experience. It was a bit of a culture shock. Yeah. A bit of a culture like, shock. Why is, why is that? Oh, well, it, I mean, Catholic school is fairly sheltered and then you go to a public institution where there's like just there's more diversity in terms of income socioeconomic status and just lived experiences and to be honest i didn't know there was a b word until i went to that middle school <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> that's how big of a culture shock it was for me <laughs> yeah wow, i was quite big. sheltered so you like walked into public school one day and like what is it? what are all these people yeah. saying yes <laughs> they have it <laughs> do you guys practice Catholicism? No. We go to a Methodist church now. Yeah. It's in Cary. It's First United Methodist. But they have a young adults, young professionals, essentially, group for like 21 to 30. So it's mostly working adults. And it's essentially just this group. We meet up at a brewery in Cary called Bond Brothers. It's just really cool. It's been different since COVID just because everything's been shut down. So we've been doing Zoom, which is, you know, disconnected <laughs> and a bit yeah. weird. Especially since we all hang out outside of the church. It's just like the church can't sanction it because they're supposed to do no harm. You know, that sort of a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they spread COVID, it would not be good. So, yeah. yeah. So, one thing that I felt like I noticed here was that it feels like this city got hit pretty hard with COVID. What was the January through June time period like when things started shutting down? Well, I go to UNC Charlotte, so I was away for the very beginning of it. I was at school and so I came back in like May. So I missed the very beginning of it personally, but once I got back, it was, everything was shut down. You wouldn't be going anywhere. You basically stayed inside. It's like maybe a weekly trip to the grocery store and that's it. Yeah. I mean... So it would. It was like March. Season. My birthday is March 10th. And so I remember going out 
And then <laughs> like the next week, everything was closed. Yeah. Um, it was like the last big thing that I did. And we yeah. had some plan, like travel plans all got canceled. And Man. it was a ghost town for yeah. like the first three or four weeks. Once like everything shut down, you could drive down roads that were normally like packed with cars and just go through all green stoplights. Yeah. <laughs> like there was, it was just nobody out. Nobody. Deserted. Because this is a very... I'd say the city is very much so like a community type of place. Like everyone's hanging out at places like breweries and like downtown, it's very open and everyone's walking around and interacting with people. Um, and there's cute little like coffee shops and chocolate shops and bars and stuff that like everyone wants to congregate at, but you can't when COVID hit. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So it's like, it's almost like the city is like very almost predicated on that congregation and, Mm -hmm. and then lost a lot of it because of COVID. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. yeah. But luckily, breweries picked back up once they were allowed to open again. Mm-hmm. And then, and as long as they had the restaurant component, they were allowed to be open. And so a lot of them skated by by like having food trucks come. That's so smart. <laughs> um, yeah. But it was also that if you were able to sell things to be taken out. So yeah. if they sold packs of beer, they were allowed to be open. Yeah. It was like bars weren't allowed to be open because you couldn't sell a bottle of tequila at a bar to right. take home. Because of the ABC stores. Because the ABC stores in North Carolina. Yeah. So it was... It, ABC stores. So it, all of our liquor is regulated by the state. So it's not like in Michigan or some of the northern states where you can walk into like your local grocery store, like a Meyer, and like pick up a fifth um you have to go to a very a, a specific store that's owned by the state and purchase your alcohol there and like there are no stores other than the abc stores that can sell it this is specifically hard liquor yes yeah, yeah. wine so, and beer can be wine. sold anywhere yeah i'm so used to this the abc store concept that when me and my friends went on a spring break to florida we were like well we should go grab some alcohol so i googled abc stores near me <laughs> and i was like well that's not what i meant <laughs> Florida. Why is the cashier five years old? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Are there any specific industries uh, in this area that are typically better or you know, more um, followed than others? Industries. Well, we're right next to Research Triangle Park, which mm-hmm. is in between. And so it's in the triangle. So Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill. Mm-hmm. So it's huge, like tech hub, science. So like a lot of laboratories and stuff are over there. Mm-hmm. I know Raleigh itself has a ton of tech companies. Red Hat, wow. Red Hat IBM, IBM SAS, Cisco, Citrix, mm-hmm. tons of them. So I'd say Raleigh is definitely like the tech capital of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So, like, versus you could say Charlotte's the banking capital of North Carolina. So all the banking, like, headquarters are in Charlotte. So. That, might, that might explain why it feels, like, a little bit more <laughs> empty. Because I would, if it's a tech capital, then I would expect, like, a lot of, like, Can a, a younger, like, a, a yes. younger demographic. But I guess they all left because now they can work from home. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Let me just preface the rest of this conversation. This is our last day here. Oh, no! <laughs> We're going to tell you all the amazing places to well, go. It's, it's in case we ever come back to Raleigh. There we go. Yeah, we'll, have, we'll, have this, we'll have this episode to look back on, and we'll have all these episodes, or That's all fair. these suggestions in our back pocket. Yes, make us feel terrible. Yeah, I know. You're go missing out on all the chocolate, man. Yeah. But there's also um, Boxcar Arcade and Bar. I don't even know if that... Is it open? He said they went to... Did, didn't, we, didn't we go to a barcade? We did go to a barcade, but that was in Durham. Ah, uh, okay. okay. No, they have a location. Oh, yeah. They, they, yeah. It was called yeah, Boxcar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 I wasn't yeah. crazy. 
No, you were not. There are two. Yeah, it's dope. It's right in the middle. Uh, it's downtown. downtown. Yeah, it's right across the street from the chocolate shop. But there's also this really good barbecue shop. Vidiri. It's a Vidiri, yeah. yeah. We talked about two, so I was just Sorry. clarifying. <laughs> um, but there's a really good barbecue restaurant right next to the arcade. What's, uh, what's it called? The barbecue? Because we went to one on Glenwood. Mm, it's not on Glenwood. It's like, I have no idea what it's called. I know, and I can't think of it. <laughs> okay, it's uh, a yeah. good a good barbecue shop. Next to the right, it's right next base. to Montra, yeah. right across the street from Badiri. Yeah. You see that, but I wouldn't actually recommend it for like North Carolina style barbecue. Uh, well, it's not. It wouldn't. So there's like a very specific Eastern North Carolina barbecue style. Well, then I'd recommend like Greensboro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Greensboro. So there's like Stamies. Stamies and Greensboro is the yeah. best barbecue that I know of in North Carolina. But it's, no- very, it's hotly debated. It is, it is very hotly debated. So um. I'd like to enter the debate. <laughs> well, there's different types of barbecue here. There's yeah. the vinegar-based barbecue, which is what um, Stamies has. There's also like more of like a Tennessee barbecue that's like kind of come over here is like a mustard based barbecue. Not a personal favorite of mine, but some people really like it. (laughs) (laughs) And there's like your typical like sauce barbecue. Right. Barbecue. When you say base, is is it what they cover the meats with before putting it on it? Or is it like what they serve it with? Both. (laughs) Both. Yeah, Yeah, it's both. Yeah, so like we're getting like really technical. The barbecue is the pork butt is soaked in sort of a vinegar-based sauce. Mm-hmm. So like vinegar is the primary ingredient, and then and then it's smoked, and then you can top it with more vinegar sauce if you wanted. Mm-hmm. But is that your barbecue? <laughs> it's you know it's really uh, it's like a culturally uh, key, it's a cultural just, keystone. Yeah, <laughs> like the if you're from the like south, you you know your barbecue. <laughs> yeah, so I was saying we should have gone to more barbecue. Yeah, there's yeah, only so much barbecue we can have. We need to answer this, we need to end this conversation. Yeah, yeah I, I, the barbecue has been great that we've had here. I'm personally not a big barbecue person, but I've enjoyed it. <laughs> That's okay. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the political climate here in Raleigh? Oh, yeah, Raleigh specifically. I got it. You, summer job. <laughs> well, you can do that next. Fine. I'm going to just speak generally. So, North Carolina, you can pretty much draw. It's red except for cities. So, you go... Anywhere there's a university, you're going to see Democratic votes. And then any sort of rural population is going to be... uh, (laughs) 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 The rural populations (laughs) are going to be voting Republican. So that's just a general trend. And so, like, the education hubs in the cities tend to vote blue. Yeah, millennials these days. Yeah, those millennials. I can dive a lot deeper into that. Yeah. So last summer I worked for Grassroots Campaigns, which is a campaigning group that works on behalf. When I worked there, they worked on behalf of the ACLU. So what we would do is we go out and try to like campaign for donations to the ACLU, yeah. which is a nonpartisan group, but their ideals are left-leaning. So most Republicans would not agree with what the ACLU stands for. So what I had to do is it was it was a very mobile job around the triangle and even out to Greensboro sometimes. So we're definitely standing out there talking to the everyday person that lives in these cities. So if you go to Chapel Hill, it's very liberal. 
you'll have no problem. Everyone there agrees with what you're saying. Like, it's very blue. But if you go to Raleigh, it's not. It's very red. <laughs> what were you what were you specifically so doing? For the ACLU, they support like pro choice, talking about Black Lives Matter, sort of stuff like that, as well as the issue at the border with like the camps and for immigrants and stuff like that. So they're all all of their stuff is really petitioning against what the Republican Party is basically doing right now. And so when I would stand on the side of the street, we try to flag down individual people and we're like, hey, we're out here talking about the ACLU. Do you have a moment to talk to us? And then we kind of go into our spiel like this is what the ACLU is doing right now. This is what they're supporting. This is what they're working on. These are the lawsuits they have in motion right now against injustices that are going on in our country. But they are a nonprofit, so they rely on donations to be able to like continue yeah. the work that they do. Yeah. And so we're trying to get each person that we stop to like try and donate to the ACLU. Sure. And in Chapel Hill, we would get like monthly donors and like people that really support us. But in Raleigh, there's key specific places you want to stand to find <laughs> those people. So we were generally in like downtown Raleigh, like on Fayetteville Street. So we would try to stand near the Red Hat building because most <laughs> of the people that work in tech companies tend to be a bit more liberal. Yeah. So they would come out and they would donate to us. But if we stood farther away from that towards like town hall and stuff like that, we would get more visceral comments towards us oh, cursing shit. us out telling us that we needed to just pack our bags and go home they don't Oof. agree with us like that sort of thing so like karina said it is very much so like centered around the types of places that are in the cities so like if you send around the tech companies you're going to get more liberals if you send around the colleges you're going to get more liberals specifically like chapel hill where we stood is right next to unc chapel hill mm -hmm. huge liberal area yeah, right yeah. over there so each city is a very different climate of people. And I'd say, like, if you go up to Greensboro, it's a little, it's not as big of a city as, like, Raleigh, Durham, or Chapel Hill is. Right. So it's a lot more, it's smaller, but it's still a, a sizable city. And it's very half and half in Greensboro. Oh, it's down the line. Like, yeah. every other person you talk to could be a different type of leaning and disagree or agree with you. So Raw, North Carolina tends to lean red in the general populace we are a swing state yeah but swing we are a swing state mm -hmm. so like the big cities are like the ones that pull all of the democratic votes usually right right it's really interesting not that this is like a current topic whatsoever <laughs> there was a, <laughs> but like We're back, recording in november <laughs> <laughs> november but this happened like eight years ago so maybe oh, not but like there was this big debate around like trans people and using bathrooms and there was a oh, like yes. there w there was a movement to add like essentially a ban to our constitution preventing people from like using the bathroom if it wasn't their sex on their birth certificate. If you had asked me last year, I would have known the exact article that that was. Yeah. <laughs> wait, this is like, wait, it. this is like a state constitution? Uh, yeah, or yeah. state constitution. Yeah. That's and wild. it ended up, so it ended up passing, actually. And the whole right? reason that existed was because Charlotte, Charlotte started it by saying, oh, yeah. it's okay, anyone can use any bathroom they want. So they made then, legislation they made, that approved yes. it. But then, then the state capital said, no, that is not happening in our state. Right. So yeah, they so passed then, the ban. Right. Of, and it was, and when they had the sort of like voting surrounding it, mm -hmm. it, it was very clear, like all of the college cities were like, 
don't put this in our constitution. And then everywhere else was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, bathroom ban for sure. HB, mm-hmm. H1B1 or something. Oh, or something that's like, close. Yeah, I think so. I'm just, I'm just shocked that the bathrooms made it to a state constitution. Did that, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> like, I thought that was just like the place that we go, like, right? When we were driving over here, we we drove well, like Saturday when Biden was announced the winner, and he wanted to see if there were like any like victory crowds uh-huh. or anything that day. Did you guys see if like any? Like I don't think I went outside that day. To be honest, yeah, like well, um, like I have a lot of. I'm still in school, so like yeah, yeah. I'm no. usually inside on my laptop ninety percent of the day, like just working on homework. Yeah, so that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> For the folks at home, we are watching it. Back. <laughs> Please stay away from me. I am very oh, allergic to you. To the folks at home. Hello, Kenny. <laughs> He's cute. Um, it's a black cat, though. At least it's not like Friday the Thirteenth. It was. It was. It was ago. last week. Last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every week we're just getting another stroke of bad luck. <laughs> Honestly, this has been a great week, though, right? Right, right. It has to think about it. <laughs> yeah, this is real work. So knock on that. We got, a, we got we got a long drive tomorrow. <laughs> we're going next. Ditto. Yeah. Uh, so, well, this next week is like the everyone go home for Thanksgiving week. Oh, right. Yes. Um, Pass COVID back to the families and then. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Once, we, once we hand off the COVID, then we are going to San Diego for December and okay. then to Virginia for January. Oh, nice. It's basically nice. like laundry stuff. You know, we're not we like collected our laundry. Where <laughs> <laughs> in uh, Virginia? Stanley Town. Right? No, we're going to San Diego. No, no, in general. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. sorry. Uh, we're going to Stanley Town. The place we got over there, so we booked an Airbnb, and then we found out there's a Wikipedia page on the Airbnb, and it's actually a mansion. Like, it's, we actually got it super cheap, surprisingly. COVID. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, there's a whole Wikipedia page on, like, the background of it, which yeah. is wild. So, January, it's going to be 14 of us. So, like, this stop was only four of us, but mm-hmm. because it was only, because it was, like, before Thanksgiving, a lot of people, right. like, went home earlier than us. Mm-hmm. But in future months, well, we're going to be somewhere in, like, the nine to 14 of us range. Uh, wow. Yeah, like, we were in Tennessee right before this. We were we just get, got in from Gatlinburg, and we had a pretty big group cool. there. But it was, we were up in the mountains, and we had no, like, very few social interactions with, <laughs> you know, people. We had, we had more interactions with bears on a, on a day-to-day basis. That's, That's fun. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Where is <laughs> Stanley Town, Virginia? Yeah. Yeah, it's like the, if you had the tip of Virginia, mm-hmm. visuals are not great for podcasts, but it's like on the left edge of it. Okay. So oh. near the mountains. Yeah. Okay. Towards West Virginia and, like, North Carolina, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's well, if like you if you end up, I don't know if you like snow sports, but skiing. There's Snowshoe Mountain yes. in West Virginia. Yes, mm. it's sort of the best ski resort in this region. Are you guys big into skiing? We used to be. Yeah. What happened? We well, well we moved to, we Michigan. Moved to Michigan and <laughs> we did a lot of cross country skiing, but not yeah. a lot of downhill. There aren't really any mountains up there. No, they like take the sand from like a bottom, like the bottom of the sand dune, and then they move it to the top, and then you, you get like a little bit more of a slope. And it's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. But no uh, when we were younger, when we still lived in North Carolina before we moved up there, we would go yeah. almost every single year. 
at least once in the season to mm-hmm. go skiing. We get like a little cabin and stuff. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. It is a lot of fun. <laughs> I would recommend it. Highly. It's a great one. You could at least go tubing, which is like requires oh, no skill. Tubing. I love <laughs> tubing. Oh, it's absolutely great. You get on a tube, you slide yeah. down, you get on a moving carpet, back up to the top of the hill. Yeah. You don't even have to carry it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't even do anything. Yeah. Skiing, I'm not a huge fan of actually because my foot eye coordination, whatever coordination is required, don't have much of it. Balance. Yeah. Balance. Or balance. <laughs> but tubing, tubing's great. You just lie back there and yeah. shoots you down. So, when we went to Duke, we, have you been guys in the term? Mm-hmm. Yes. We went there on the first day. Massive campus. Yes. To where we went to school and it was very small. <laughs> <laughs> where did you go to school? MIT. Oh, okay. Okay. So, but it looked like a factory for most of it. And so, yeah. then we came here, we were like, you know, A, like, this is a massive campus. Like, we actually, so we stopped at one point of campus and then we realized that, like, so we put it into math, like, Duke University. Got mm-hmm. there. We're like, oh, like... This is like we walked in a lap around there, and then we're like, "Oh, we want to go. Let's check this other part out." And it was literally a drive away. It wasn't like a walking yeah. distance, yeah. which was amazing. It's right? huge. It's huge for a private university. Yeah, I think it's got like forty thousand students. It's it's huge, Holy enormous shit. for a private yeah. university. And so we had to like we drove to the other side of campus, and again, great campus. It was pretty empty, which was unfortunate. It's so weird on campuses right now. It's like it's ghost so town. weird. I yeah, can't even imagine. I guess you guys are both yeah. students, but like I can't even imagine what college is like right now. All online, sitting on a chair, not moving for Zoom. eight hours. It's just Zoom. <laughs> well, Zoom, I, don't, Zoom you. I have yeah. like six classes a semester to finish it out, but only two of them are synchronous. I mean, it's like only two of them I actually sit down and have a Zoom like oh. meeting oh, wow. with my professors. The rest of them are asynchronous, so they just post videos. Some of them don't even post videos. I have one <laughs> teacher who just posts the assignments and says, have fun. Um, and then the other one likes to post like spoken over PowerPoints and that's it. But like, I guess yeah. it's in versus private university. I have all, yes. it's like I'm in class, but I'm just at home on a computer and I'm like, get to interact yeah. with my classmates and my professors. And, yeah. So like yeah. your classes, everyone has their it's cameras like, on, they're normal. all interacting. Like yeah. even my synchronous classes, no one has their camera on. No one turns on their microphone. The professor just talks. And even if the professor asks a question, everyone's just kind of like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's I it. I feel like that's also like, by industry too like that i feel like that's how i would expect a bunch of like people in tech <laughs> yes that is also very true one of my teachers told me that she got really into money heist during the week mm-hmm. and then didn't want to teach during the week so she <laughs> just gave out assignments for that week because she could not stop watching money heist <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing yeah that sounds that sounds about right <laughs> and you can't do that now since you don't have to go in you know, and like everybody needs like a little bit of slack with like COVID and everybody needs like a mental health break. Well, my uh, four of my professors have taken a four month long mental health break. Right now, so <laughs> They're killing it. They're, they're really doing great, I assume. <laughs> I feel like the food has definitely been a great, great aspect of it. And I think that's what everyone kept on telling us that, you know, when you go to the, when you guys check out the South, you'll definitely have Southern food. That's like a big. Yeah. I'm going to recommend another food place, but it's not Southern at all. It's a sushi place. (laughs) But it's here and in Charlotte. It's Oku Sushi, but it's, like, the best sushi place I've been to. 
Oh, nice. Like, it's mm-hmm. a little higher scale sushi, but it's, yeah, like, yeah. not absurdly priced. Okay. So it's, like, that good medium where you get amazing sushi without having paying too much. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, really I'm a big, big sushi fan. We had one in Boston, which was, like, all you can eat. And I would always try to make sure that the restaurant lost money. Is it a sushi issue or just like in general? Oh, I really like sushi. Oh, okay. I, uh, the eating part is the hard part. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gotcha. It's understandable. Yeah. I always feel like whenever I sit down to eat sushi, <clears throat> I like finish a roll and then I'm like, oh, I'm still hungry. And then I like sit there for like five minutes because I ate it too quickly. And I'm like, nope, nope. That was very filling. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Yeah, when we were driving from Tennessee over here, we did a like a three four hour stop at Charlotte, mm-hmm. and we hit up like this mini barbecue stand. What was it called? Do you remember? Yep. <laughs> it was, Google really liked it, so we went there. <laughs> where where uh, in Charlotte? Man, I can't really. Uh, I was there. Graffiti on the wall over there. Yeah, that's all I can tell you about. We were there for four hours. I wasn't really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we had a friend who was from Charlotte, which is who he's going to meet up with after this. Gotcha. That like just showed us around, and I didn't really retain much information. If you like coffee, you gotta go to Smelly Cat Cafe in Noda. You could probably spend your whole weekend or weekday in Noda. You could. Yeah. Noda has so much. They have a ton of bars and stuff down there too. Really Sweet good bars. Sweet Lou's barbecue. Sweet Lou's. Never heard of it. Yeah. Like I said, there's so many things. I haven't heard of most of them. <laughs> yeah, Sweet Lou's is pretty good. And then we also ate at like a pizza place like, before we left. I forget what it's called. Galaxy Pizza. Yeah, there's something right next to campus. It's called the Boardwalk. And it's really cool. There's a ton of little shops in there, food places. There's this sweet shop in there, like an ice cream shop. That's really cool. It's kind of like, I think it's called like 90s ice cream or something like that. But it's really good. It really good ice cream. Um, <laughs> really good ice cream. That's where the famous toastery near the campus is. Don't go to that one. Speaking <laughs> of ice cream, though, NC State has their own ice cream brand associated with, like, the Ag College. It's um, yeah. Cow and Cow ice cream. They recently started selling it in grocery stores. Oh, shit. But it's really cool. Do so, they have uh, cookies and cream flavor? I'm a yes. fiend for cookies and cream. They do. I would cream. assume so. They do. Yeah. They have a store on campus. I don't know if it's open because of COVID. But I don't know. They had a storm. Yeah, because so the mascot for North Carolina State University is like the wolf. They're the wolf pack. Yeah. And so then cows. So howling Howling cow. cow. (laughs) Clever. Clever. Yes. I like it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you guys. No problem. That was awesome. (laughs) For all all you listeners out there, thanks for joining us. Have a good night. Have a good night. For a long, long time, I didn't feel clean. I could touch your hand. Touch your hand.